I mean, sheer at night, during a Seretz Meitshuva, people are slightly more tired, especially after getting up at 4.50 to make this man half hour before uh, Alois. Okay. You good? Okay. So we have two very interesting emails from our Shear members. Uh, actually, there are, there are three. And we have to still finish the Ksav Sefer, so we're going to do that first. And then we'll get to this. The Ksav Sefer is working on the Shiloh of the Isser, if there is an Isser, but the Mangalavan brings down that there is, and not feeding human food or food set aside for humans and makes enough kamina to animals. And he is observing that the Minigalim is people do for their backyard animals, which is very common. And today, all these Shailas come up in the zoo and Cholamoid. And he says, if it's a dog, you have a hetab, they deserve the schai, even though it's not a trefa, it's not an avela, but you're still giving them schai. That's a chiddush, that's like Savasavas chiddush. And then his main hetter, which we saw last week, is the fact that if it's your animal and you have to feed it, it's your achrayas, and this is the cheapest way to go or the easiest way to go, and it's a tircha to start getting dafka pet food, you ran out, you don't have, then it's mutter because you have to feed the animals. You can't even eat before you feed the animals, and it's your achrayas. So if it's also, why don't you have to go out of way, get pet food? And the answer in Europe, they didn't have pet food. <laughs> it's an American, I'd say it's an American child, like Sav Safer wasn't American. And, uh, he was asking the Shai, but he was asking the Shai on the minute, they didn't really have too much of a choice. It's just Shai Memiashiv, what did the Magad of Ram mean? What did Rav Huna mean? So there must have been some animal feed that was more standard, and the Sav Savior says yes, but it's not always available. We discussed the barley, even though it became human food, and other such things, and that's his main header. So go to page 10 of your main copy, and he just sums it up, and I want to show you one comment that he brings down the footnote from the Miri. And then we will give to the various nafkaminas. We have a pile over here. Whenever you come in, you can always get it. We rarely have Sharon without Marmachemis, because otherwise, if you're listening without Aesius Nachemis, it's not as good. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the new one I sent in, if you happen to remember, we might get to it tonight or tomorrow night, this Avnei Yesh for this two-page one. Did you happen to see it? I didn't tell you it was there. Okay, so if you can move over, I put in a few, three or four of them. If you can move them over and just let me know which numbers are which. And uh, I forgot you have it in a separate folder. You have to, you have to manually move it over each time right, for the protection. Okay, so this will be the next one. It's an uh, We'll get to it probably tomorrow night. So on page 10, the first column, second to last paragraph. Yetzi Lana Medavarenu. This is the Maskana of the Ksavsev. Dafkil Behemus Achem Svila Ravuna Dalser. He holds that we should pass like Avuna, but Avuna only held it was us to give human foods to animals when it's not necessary. Somebody else's animals, not your problem. And you can't go around the whole day looking for animals that are hungry. You'll never finish. So it can't be your Achrayas. So I know people are going to ask, well, what if you bump into a really hungry dog? Is the expression hungry dog? Cats are hungry also. They walk around and Yisrael. The British did a great job, whoever brought those cats. They got rid of all the mice. And uh, they deserve some schar, though that's not in the Pusik. And every other year, somebody asked me about the milk that Rabbi the old Apiyam was feeding the cat. So he told me it was a story. So I wasn't there. But if there was a, one cat that they <coughs> wanted to give milk to in the whole yeshiva and Krach Sidim, and he did it to show Rachmah, okay, 
but it can't become a thing that you are responsible to feed all the dogs and cats in the neighborhoods. You'll never finish, and it's going to take a lot of money, a lot of time, and um, you're not mechuyiv, whereas um, the mitzvahs you have to do, if you have extra time, is more learning, and um, not mechuyiv. Once in a while, if there's a reason to do it, and uh, a neighbor here in the neighborhood uh, mentioned to me that they actually have a cat that they didn't bring in the house, but it's, it's in the backyard, and and they really like it, and they uh, don't get rid of it. I said, why not? They said, ever since he came, we have less mice. That's a good answer. No? So <laughs> that it deserves some, uh, some recognition. But that still doesn't translate into chiv to feed it, as opposed to your own. So he's saying Rav Huna would make this chilek. Well, if, if, you, if you got it to... If you got it for that reason, if I that, it's yours. I'm saying, but I'm saying you're not chiv to go seek them out, even though they're doing a fine job, and they're doing what cats do. He's talking to his brother of Yusufa. I want to uh, give you peace of mind, Allah over, the fact that you've been doing it your whole life and so has everybody else in your neighborhood. And therefore you have a chiv, and if that's the easiest, cheapest way to do it, then it's fine. That's his main chilek. Go to the next column in Bayes. Halino Dover, Asli Yisrael. And as we're going through the sugya, he also brought down the Gemara, if you recall, if you have something that is trafe for the bread that had now dominant, that was a problem according to Shmuel. What do you do with it? So Efshir, Limka, and Lachri. And if an Achri wants to buy it, or wants to have it, Allah says, Matana, or you want to give it a Matana, can't stop giving Matanas to an Akum, but the cleaning lady, you give her things, they work better, you have employees, you have partners, and people enjoy the gifts, very common, you give them, you get wine during the holiday season, so that's tricky because if it's really usser, then it's usser, but if it's very expensive, you've got to get them something anyway, it saves you a lot of money, then you can give it to them and save yourself the money, because tam yenim today, but mokam hefsid wouldn't be usser, that's a tricky shayla, I said that very quickly, so when it comes December time in a few months, ask the shayla again. Because a stam, a cheap bottle of wine, you didn't have to get them anything anyway to have hanah from it. Not so posh, but if it's, if it's valuable, and sometimes it is, and you have to get something anyway worth this $100, $200, whatever it is, then there's what to discuss, because a stam yente is a lower level of regular vada yayin nesech, and b'dyeved, makam hefsi, you might be able to get this hanah of giving it away. So if, so, if somebody gives you a cheap bottle of wine, then just throw it out. No, never baltashis. If it's real, well, that's what he's saying. He says you can avoid the baltashis if you have a guy to give it to, and there's no losichan. If it's time to give him a gift, it's also. And not talking about Isuria. No, remember, none of the stuff is asabah. No, the blood, the one, the bread in this case, or tray for me is not asabah. No, yayin, yayin nesach is asabah. No, and stam yainim is also alachaliyah. That's why that's a unique. Yeah, that, yeah. If they give you, we'll get to the email. S about all sorts of baltashis and areas throughout the years. What? Uh, if you get it, you should know that uh, if he didn't shop in Kedem, the guy who got it for you, this is not an uncommon. Somebody or two or three asked the Shaila every December. You get the Shaila Thomas, have to start asking him how valuable it is. I don't know, I have to look into it. Some of them, <laughs> one guy came back, he says, You know, I'm glad you pushed me to look into this. This is very valuable. <laughs> he wasn't a connoisseur. So then the Ramah, since it's Stamyenim, not real Shashyaynesah, Stamyenim is Al-Shasnas, a different Gezerah. So it's patterned after, there were two parts to the 
Yainesach Isser, so the Ramah says, Chachil, it is Asbana, but the Evid will make all because not the same level of Devarazar and the Chash Nesach. So it's a lighter Isser, but only B'Makam Hefzid. And that's not always the case. That you had to give it away to an employee that you didn't think of beforehand, and you had to get him a $200 gift and ask him to save you money. That scenario doesn't. Usually you plan your gifts to the colleagues you need to send things to before. You don't wait for the other guy. It's not Shalach Manus. You don't wait for the other guy to deliver it. So you can flip it over. So, but it comes up once in a while. So if you don't remember all those details, ask. So if there's no Lesichanim, and you give him things, he does favors for you. That's not Lesichanim, even though you're not paying him back specifically for something. I told somebody once, they said, well, if I don't give it to my cleaning lady, she's not going to work less. I said, I don't know if she will or she won't, but if you constantly shower her with gifts, she'll probably work harder and be friendlier. It's not the one gift that's going to say, it's the general. Why do people have, you know, they're people who make a business for promotional items and selling promotional items to businesses. It's a big business. Why is that? This one cross pen, this gold-filled cross pen, that's going to get you the account. The answer is no, but every little bakshish helps. It's called a bribe in English. Um, but bribes only also when it comes to a dayan, not when it comes to business contacts. So nothing wrong with that. So uh, we mentioned they constantly change the laws about the lobbyists, but the lobbyists still figure out how to get them the money or the free meal or whatever it is in a legal way, hopefully. And they're, it's a work in progress. Sounds like the standard for animals and for aquas is the same. It's like similar. Like, so, I don't know, if you have an ulterior motive for doing with the guy, it's the same uh, No, it's slightly different. It's slightly different. How well did your mic pick up, Sadiq? I just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Quite. But, well, quite, quite well. Well, what he meant to say was, uh, yeah, <laughs> what he meant to say uh, was, it sounds like the same guy. It's not really, because over here, it's then on you. If you have chickens that you have to always feed, they don't, in Poland, they didn't have a pet code that sold prepackaged chicken feed. So you had X amount, you ran out. Now you have some leftover bread. They'll take that. So you have to start, no, you have to go buy what you had. People are poor, they didn't have satircha, time is money, and then, so that's the heter. Over here, over here, this one is baltashkas. Whenever you have something that's treif, you give it to the domestic help. That's a more politically correct way of saying clean lady, I think. Um, just trying to use the different phrases. So, uh, so you give it to them, it's a good piece of meat. Somebody delivered, uh, and it, it doesn't have the right hechsher, delivered from the uh, path mark, or whatever it is. So they'll be very happy with it. You say, well, I've got to pin it now. I have to get a favor in return. Uh, here's the meat. You're staying today till 530. That's not the way it works. But it's still mutter because <laughs> you, you treat them nicely. They all treat you nicely. That's all. That's the, way, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes with business associates. You don't need domestic help for that. Also, So in that case, if you can give it to a human, you should not give it to the behemoth of the Tanagolim. But his Kiddush was Klavim are on the same level because of the Pusik. That's the Kiddush over here. So it's amazing how the Ksav Sefer made this into an eight-page tshuva. This, the whole sugi is really uh, explored over here. And these are his two main Hatayim. Amnam, bottom paragraph of the bracket, which we saw, Remember, Rashi had two pshatim. This is part of the Baltash Sugya, but Rashi sort of talks about Bizayin Eichlin as being bayit in the brach of Hashem, not treating his food well. He gives us such brach on the world. Is that the pshat, or is the pshat is? No, it's a form of Baltash, which we didn't fully understand, but he 
calls it a Tairachas, Amanam Shi Yisrael, which we're not going to leave alone. I'm going to get back to that as a subtopic because it's a separate sugya, and when we walk through that, it has a lot to do about Tashchis, but I'm wondering why Rashi uses it interchangeably. It's not used in the two or three places it's found. It's found as pure baltashis. It's where do you spend money? Where do you spend money for Hidr Mitzvah? Where do you spend money for the Tzibur and the base of Mikdash? It's a um, fascinating uh, subtopic. When I call these things subtopics, you need them all to understand the full topic. But we'll get to that in Mitzvah Shem later. There's a very uh, long Teferis Yisrael, which is, how long can the Teferis Yisrael be? It's not Mishnayis. Usually it's a few lines, but he has more than a few lines just on this question. When do we say it's Baltashchis or Hatar Chasam Yisrael? When do we say Ananis Makam So that's a very good question. That's what we're trying to get. When do we say Ananis Makam You have a cloth, you have a you spare no expense. That thing's made of gold. The walls are made of gold. So one easy answer is it depends on the Tkufa. When they first built Baishain, he was made of wood. And they were crying because they remembered Hordes didn't do much right, but he spent a lot of money on that. Ananis Makam on the other hand, Torah Chasam Anish Yisrael, where he's spending so much money. And, and they're both found within the Avedah and the base of Mikdash. You'll see a lot when you follow on Yom Kippur with the Avedah. One of the big coolers they had is they let the Kain Gadol use the shovel for the Keterist. He's the only one on duty on Yom Kippur. This is Enyana uh, Diyama, hopefully. It is either way. And they let him use a golden shovel because gold is lighter than silver. And the rest of the year, they only use silver because gold gets charred. They're picking up hot coals for Keteris. So it gets ruined quicker. So the Gemara there says, uh, You use gold and they get tarnished, they get all ruined. So you use silver, it's cheaper. Yom Kippur, they use gold because it's lighter. And the kind of often was 80, 90 years old. And it was, he had to carry everything himself. Just interesting. One of the many rayas we're going to be discussing about that, but since it's Yom Kippur, so they were chas on, as the Gemara says, uh, it's baltashchis to eat uh, whole wheat bread if you can eat uh, something cheaper. And the Gemara says, no, baltashchis, the gufa adif. It's more important to protect your health. So we'll have more achmanis on the human, the kind of over here, than on not having to buy more shovels. So you have to balance that all the time. What are you trying? But there is a concept, Ananis Magamashirs, and a Torah chas on So the Machsa Shekel says there was Saimech on the second thing that it's sort of a function about Tashchis, and if it costs more money, you don't have to spend it, and therefore you can use whatever you have on hand and feed your animals. That's the other heter, and the Ksav Sefer agrees with that, certainly when it comes to your own animal, he thinks uh, both Pshatim and Rashi would agree to your own animals, only talking about other animals. That's the Moskana of the Ksav Sefer, yes? Very good, so we're going to get to... So hold the thought, in about two months... We're going to get to that. This is a huge uh, sugya, but we're going to talk about Havdalah wine. We're going to talk about Tatsach, and we're going to talk, we're going to talk about the, the Makas, and talk about a lot of wine being spilled over there. So how much of these are, ve- that's very negative about Tashkis, and the other hand, you're going to do a mitzvah. So the question is, what's a mitzvah? What's a hidden mitzvah? How much is the hidden mitzvah? So mitzvah Shem, we will get to that. Okay, uh, go one more page just before we go to this uh, question. Uh, take a look. These are Ha'aras collected from Rishanim and Achranim on this shuva. Take a look at Bayes. The Miri has a very interesting outlook on the entire sugya with another heter, which the Ksav Sefer does not quote, and many don't bring it down, but it is a Miri, so it's worth seeing in terms of one of the only comments by a Rishon on a possible heter. Uh, you see Bayes in the first column toward the bottom. Miri, Tainisham, Amad Bakushazu, Meha, Timachatan, Velefne, Kloven. We explained that we 
cut up the nevel of ne'er klovim, the Ksav Sefer says, that's klovim, so that we're willing to feed to the dogs, they get schar. But the Miri doesn't answer that, probably because it's not a trefim, the Pesach only talks about trefim. And that's not the only Gemara he has. We have many Gemaras that seem to say they fed human food to animals. So he has an overall heter. The Ksav Sefer's overall heter is it's your animal. And he says he doesn't think Avuna meant it's an Isser on everything that's fit for human consumption. That's Boxer, we'll get back to that soon. In the Me'iri's time, in the Mishainim, they had backyard animals like they always did, and he also was made on the Minig. He says they give him Boxer and they give him Tamarim. Tamarim is expensive nowadays. And they give him Deluim and all sorts of cucumbers and things like that. And again, ain't puts a if nobody has an issue with it. Uh, so he suggests why is that just. Right? It's not a rise. Sometimes it's wrong, well, but that's why you need chuvas. Deluin is the Mishnah. Yeah, Deluin is the Mishnah. You have Gemaras that say it, and you also have the Minigams, the Mitzvah, Miyashal, Minig. Most of the time, if everybody's doing it, from, not so from, Bainanese, mediocre, but everybody, from top to bottom, usually there's a reason for it. <coughs> Sometimes just a mistake, but that's rare. The Miri doesn't even say before anything in the backyard. He just says, he's looking around, and he says he has. Five Gemaras that seem to say they're doing it. And he says, we're also all doing it now. And the Miri's talking about the Miri and his Chaverim, who were the G'dayli Everybody was doing it. And the Ksav Sefer is really saying the same thing. That's what Rav Yusuf asked his brother. What's going on over here? We have a Magadavah brings down Ravuna. Ravuna says it, and everybody's feeding it. So he has his chilek, yours versus somebody else's, and dogs are separate. And the Miri says... And even pas, and uh, it seems to be fed to them in various circumstances. His heter is the whole iser in Mavuna's din. That's a much more sweeping heter. He says, when you prepare a fancy dinner, your husband's coming home, your wife's coming home, the kids are coming home, and you prepare a dinner, and you now are meyachad this for human beings, and then a cat comes in, and you start feeding my barbecue scenario. That was miyuchad, unless you want to say it was miyuchad, because they know the dog is always joining in the barbecue. But saying it's miyuchad now for dinner for humans, or for breakfast, that's also, that's a big zayin. It was miyuchad. It doesn't mean every food that could be used for humans. If this is a common minute that we're feeding this to behemoths, even though it can also be eaten by humans, we're not bothered by it. That's a much more sweeping heter. So that, we didn't yet deal with the fact that we're throwing out a lot of food, but if Lamaitz is not going to be eaten, then you might as well. I say that, it's not so posh, because you can argue that if you double wrap it and you fill it up and you put it in the garbage, nice and neat, and it's not a bizarre, you're feeding it to a cat. There's a side, it's more of a bizarre. Remember, they threw this stuff, we thought of the Gemara, they threw this stuff in the water. Right. Even though the people downstream might get it, might not, but they threw it in the water. Why, the first question we had, why is that less of a bizarre than feeding to an animal? So you have to look at the eyes of Chazal, what Rav Huna considered a bizarre. Apparently tossing it in the water was less of a bizarre than giving it to a cow. So you wanted a taina, that's because we Americans can't understand throwing something in the water if the water is very clean. That was your taina? You're still throwing it down the drain. But the Gemara had no problem with that. Rashi Bavon wasn't the total waste. He didn't guarantee that it's going to get there because you, despite your defense of lettuce floating, um, Ben Yishchai didn't think it was all getting there. 
Rashi is just saying, Lamaisa has it make sense throwing out tons of vegetables every time? So some of it's going to get there. But Lamaisa throwing in the water is a shtickle bizayim. So you could say it's not because some people get it, or it's because giving to an animal might be worse. That's enough community in your shayla. If I nicely place it in a garbage which doesn't have, it just has American garbage, is that less of a bizayim than starting to give to raccoons and, uh, and groundhogs? That I'm not 100% convinced of. It's, it's intuitive that it would be better to give to them than to let the garbage, but if we're not talking about pure baltash, we're talking about bizayim eichlin, it's not so posh. But we have a midhag. Uh, yeah, the uh, shabashira. Yeah, so that they, they take, uh, they, spell, they, they sell special uh, stale Shabbashira bread, but if it's very stale, um, then we assume it's not really Roy Lachila, even though at Sadiq, I think he's mentioned after Shear, that's not true, and the stuff was never, he said it on sour milk, I think. Nothing's ever wasted, and they make challakugel with and it tastes quite good. It's called stuffing. It's called stuffing a chicken, so. That's one of the mightlers of this sugi, besides all the lumdus and back and forth, is we're all in a few months going to be a lot better at not throwing things out. You can't go through a sugi like this and ignore all this. And Chalakogol is actually very good. Did I mention what happened to Chalakogol last week? I don't know if I got this doing. Uh, after this year, okay. So um, you got to remember because you keep catching after the year and then the rest of the Elam doesn't uh, hear it. Um, the Rebbitsons served chicken about a week ago. And. Um, I uh, normally, the chicken the chicken, whatever it is, it's always delicious. I happen to notice there was something coming out in the middle there. So my antenna goes up, hopefully for Hilchus Brochus. And uh, somebody called me today, he was, wanted to discuss some in Yanei Tshuva, of a lot of their various people do, and, you know, Lashon Hara and Brochus and Davening. And so he said, I, I want to make a Yom Kippur count. Uh, how do I do this this year? I, I don't just want to say, I want to do something about it. I said, you're 100% right. So he said, what should I do? I said, for starters, why don't you make a Kabbalah Belineder? Whenever you sit down to, we have very fancy meals. We all do. There's always a lot to eat. Sit down, like, make a deal with yourself. You're going to wait 10 seconds just look at the food. Because that will help you, A, remember the bracha, B, say it with more kavana, and C, which is the biggest problem, is try to figure out what bracha you have. Because people mention making the wrong brachas because they just bounce back to a shakal and they remember the chayot and battle mazayin as being like shakal, and then they say the wrong order. So that's why we discussed during this year in Rosh Hashanah. The order makes a difference. I had to figure out what the order should be, and after he made the bracha, does the remand go second? The machlek is all Yashav, and and the shevet alevi is only a din of the bracha. There's a lot going on over here. So just like wait ten seconds. It's good for your midas anyway. So you don't have to jump in and eat everything that doesn't crawl away right away, like you haven't eaten in five weeks. So you wait ten seconds, you, it'll do wonders. I said, I won't knock out the problem. It's a pashut eitza. I mentioned that to people about anger management also. If you count to 30 slowly, you will, you will get angry less. You will blow up less. I'm not saying you'll cut it down to zero, but it def- you can't possibly count to 30 and be as angry. One guy told me, it's not true, he counts to 30 and he's much more boiling mad because he had to wait 30 seconds. I don't know, I thought that was strange. <laughs> it's supposed to make you calm down. But it is a serious mechuva, so I'm just putting it out there. The guy was nice enough to call today, so it's on my mind. So getting back to the chicken. So I like to look at what I eat only to try to not fall in with the brachas. And I saw some of this coming out. And then I took a peek underneath, which you're allowed to do. And it looked like stuffing. So um, what do you do now? So this is a big brachas uh, opportunity. Not a problem. We don't call things problems. They're not problems. They're opportunities. Um, they're not, they're, they're, that's why these halachas are here, to think of Hashem when you're... So I actually uh, went to ask the Rebetzin what this is made out of. Because if it's a mazainus, you zich have to make a mazainus also. It's not tuffle. It might be kalshiesh beheminim, but it's not really fused as one food. 
it's chicken, clearly discernible, and the stuffing that you stuff in. So it might be two brachas, but it's not bottle. There was a lot of stuffing in there. Uh, so I asked her what it was. She said that's uh, reconstituted old challah. So I, I said, that's Kavaldi. Is that for the Baltashkas here? He said, you give me share Baltashkas? So I guess she didn't get a chance to listen to him yet. Uh, <laughs> so um, I, maybe that happens all the time. I just didn't notice it. She said, why should I throw out uh, challah? That's not going to save you money. There's good challah. The, the stuffing actually tasted good, but this is a real bruchus uh, uh, opportunity because if you take something that's a mudzi, in order to make a mezayis, you have to do two things. You have to cut it down to less than a gazayis, each piece. Shail over here, if it's fused together, was less than a gazayis, but the second thing you got to do is you got to cook it, scald it separately, or deep fry it, or the same thing as cooking. So I asked her, how'd you make it? So she said, um, you know, why do you want to know? <laughs> she, she sort of figured out. She sort of figured out it's not because I want to stop making it and I want to do it in my spare time. Uh, she sort of knows that. Uh, she's, I said, I have to know in detail. Did you cook it first? She said, no. I sort of knead it together and whatever you knead it together and then you put it in the chicken. I said, did you cook the chicken? She said, no, this is not boiled chicken. This is baked chicken. It's a mitzi, pashas. There are other them. Maybe it's not, but you start off. You've got to have a... Uh, so then she saw him standing there thing. He says, you know, why don't you just wash? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so another opportunity, right. Yeah, not when you're running late to come give shear, but yeah. Uh, so I washed, and she actually said, I said, wash. I said, I, I was, you know, I'm always trying to run to the next thing. She said, no, it's, it's before Shoshana, and it's an opportunity. So yeah, she knows exactly what to say, and we, we benched. So, uh, so uh, you got to know what you're eating, and if you just... Take 10 seconds out to look up treating. So the Chalakogel is, remind me, we'll have a separate share in it. According to the basic rules, it should still be, I might say, it might be at Sad not, but we'll, uh, remind me, we'll get back to it. Lamaisa, I washed and I benched, and the chicken was good with the stuffing, and we weren't over in Baltashias, and we saved all the challah. That was Hayez Midvenu for this, uh, this sugya. Yes, you. Who's he? Afuna? No, that would undo the whole thing. He's trying to. You know, the Michael Kasava Ravuna, Michael Adam, Emachinos of the Behemoth. Fishes, fish are Behemoths. No, no, they're Behemoths. They're very nice. We love fish, especially this time of year. Um, we love them. Uh, yeah, right, exactly, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a uh, nice try, but uh, it's not. Anyway, the Miri has this sweeping hatter here. He says, if it's muchet and the table set, you're making it, this is dinner, that's also otherwise in the raw state. Uh, I sort of said something like that in between the Ksav Sefer and the Miri. My pshat is there are foods in the middle that are really muchet for both. That's not exactly like the Miri, and it's not like the Ksav Sefer doesn't mention it. The Miri has a bigger hatter. I'm suggesting that a lot of these things, the lettuce, pikachu, or food for us, or the barley somehow moved over to us a little bit, so then it's still an animal food. There are plenty of things in the middle. Let's just take a few minutes, yeah. Say, for instance, you were invited to somebody's house, and you had a chicken with bread stuffing, and you were emba- and maybe embarrassed to ask. I would never be embarrassed to ask. I would jump on the opportunity <laughs> to give him a sheer on how to make kamaitsi mezenis and how not to and what the stuff them are. Would that would be Gavaldic. Would there be any hetter to just say shalakol or not? No, 
No, because it's uh, no. You have a problem because if this is not bottle on the chicken, again, the, maybe there could be scenarios. There's so little stuff, but if it's not bottle. You have an al mikhi, which might be even deraisa. You, you have a bracha chorne issue. Chay Adam holds if you say mezanis yitzi b'dieved. Others say only a shahakol. But yeah, you can't jump to a shahakol. Nothing to be embarrassed about. It will motivate them. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with that also. Look, you have to learn during the Suda anyway. So instead of saying the Dvarat are you prepared, you end up talking Hilchas Brachas. You've got to say something. So that's no matter. You have a, a barbecue, whatever you're sitting, you can't eat a meal without a Dvarat That's posh, That's a Mishnah. Uh, you can't have three people sitting together not talking and learning. So um, you'll have to save your other, uh, you know, you can say both. You can talk about this. It's not a stira. You have plenty of time. But yeah, that wouldn't be, no, covered up. You're dealing, put it this way, if, let me say this delicately, if you're sitting with somebody who you know would understand why you're asking, would appreciate to know themselves that they don't want to make Rahman Laslan the wrong bracha, then you're good to go. If they would not appreciate it, even after you explain to them the severity of the shayla, you probably shouldn't be trusting the kashras. <laughs> so, Madashach, we have an issue over here. So, hey, yes, you're eating there, and you trust the kosherists. I would assume that anybody who's keeping kosher would look for an opportunity to, uh, to have a dietary. Let's just, we started two minutes late. Let me at least get to the uh, first email, and then tomorrow we'll get to the one about, I uh, still didn't forget about the dog. So, this one is from Rabbi Mordechai Ross, one of our regular listeners, and he said that, just from his reminiscing, he was at a farm in Queens, a few years back, and they gave low-quality romaine hearts to feed the sheep and goats. So I think that's okay for two reasons. What? There's a farm in I, so that was a chiddush to me also, but I didn't want to go into that because we have listeners from Queens, and uh, Queens is a wonderful place just because they don't have the same amount of uh, fresh air. Appar- <laughs> whatever it was, but I guess there is. Now, uh, I don't know if the um, romaine hearts have less bugs than the regular romaine lettuce. Maybe they're machmer not to have any bugs to feed to the animals. That sounds like a chumrah. I don't know who owns this uh, thing. But that was interesting. Again, romaine hearts with it. Why they pick romaine hearts? They probably got romaine lettuce, a big thing that's by the guy. It's sold in restaurants and by us also, if you could check it. And they're left with the, the romaine hearts. Are they, are the whole, no, I thought the leaves after you take... Romaine hearts are separate, so why, why would they pick romaine hearts? Suppose? I thought it was cheaper. That's why. Mm-hmm. Why? I thought it was the stalk. I thought it was the center, but no. It's a separate thing. I figured it was cheaper, and it was a byproduct of somebody who was going to dump it or sell it for pennies, not dollars. That's what I'm assuming. Why would, it's a funny thing to pick if it's a regular the product. The that's left over is so tiny, nobody's selling it. I don't know. So go, next time you're in Queens, I'll, I'll ask him. Romaine heads. I, I don't know. They just called romaine. Okay. Okay. Then he said, there's a zoo in New Jersey which gives popcorn to feed the animals. And it's called the Popcorn Zoo. Anybody ever hear this? So I, You did. Okay. So it's interesting because popcorn is, I think, from my answer, from my gather of things being in between, we learned from the Indians that popcorn can be delicious and we started eating it. Nobody ever heard of it before. It was an American product. And you still have to pop it beforehand. I'm not convinced... Was that was wheat. What? Was that with wheat? No, but they took the clays and they parched the actual wheat. They didn't pop it. That's what it is. They popped it, clays, or they singed it? I thought the Gemara talks about you take a wheat stalk and you singe it, and you eat it, they ate that as a snack. Well, they took the kernels and obviously... And they popped it? They roasted it? Well, this is popping. But that's the same thing. That's how they made popcorn before. Is that the made it? can put it in a... And what they do? It but it blows... I'm not sure. Investigate. I don't know if you can investigate. I don't know if anybody's doing it anymore. I, I, I never singed wheat before. My kids ask for more exotic snacks than that. So usually something with sugar content. But 
if it popped, then it's uh, something similar there. It downgrades the bracha. It's not mezainis because of that, but it's still roi l'achilas adam. Over here, is it so posh that popcorn is roi l'achilas adam dafka as opposed to animals? I think it's in that middle category. I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's a very cheap product. And they, I just don't understand why they would dafka give popcorn. But they, there must be some sfar so somebody can investigate it. And then he was in a farm in, near Lakewood where they were giving Granny Smith apples to a cow. Uh, and he said the cows seemed to adjust. So I'm not sure if all this is based on just surplus, they got very cheap. But if they did, based on the safer, it's fine. Because if you have a zoo and you want people to come and people like feeding the animals, then if these are the cheapest things to get, you have to figure out by all these three examples why they pick these things. But if it's an overrun of apples, we have a lot of apples in this state and in the next state also. And if they're getting pains now, they throw them out, they get wormy anyway. So then uh, it might not be an issue. And then he just mentions by Baltashchis, he finds that often on Rosh Hashanah, the simanim are barely touched and often get disposed of, which of using simanim for a nice thing is not a ches mitzvah. I spoke about this on Rosh Hashanah, and some of the shachiana fruits are wild, and every year um, I mentioned to the Rebetzin and the shoppers in the house to try to get something different that might be edible, and we haven't had much success yet, but every year it's a different fruit. And this one I never saw in my life, it looked like uh, we ended up using it as a school law against COVID-19. It looked like a corona. Did you see this thing? It had like, it was, I, I looked at the table. I said, it's like a melon that's a spike. It's the scariest thing ever. Yeah, it looked like the picture we've been looking at for the past six months. <laughs> I, thought it a, I said, did you get this, me, Tom, uh, you know, to ward off the, uh, I said, no, but come to think of it, it does look uniquely familiar. Uh, so we used it as a, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so we opened it. I was betting it didn't taste good, and I should have bet more. Did you have this? First of all, you can't touch it because it's got all these bumps and the things, and I was going to start testing it to try to see what dissolves the bumps, and I'll come up with a, an immune thing for the shots, and I'll make a billion dollars, um, but we didn't have enough time to do that at the Suda. It was the most bizarre thing I ever saw, and we cut it open, and it had this greenish uh, liquidy thing, which, uh, did you taste this thing? I zikr would never make a shachiana with this, but it's fine. I told him in Rosh Hashanah, we paskin, you make shachiana by kish. It's a separate yantiv, and it's a good thing because we haven't had anything yet that would cover the what? Do you recall what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, it, yeah, with some Asian. It, it, but when they said it's from China, it didn't make me feel better. I was looking. <laughs> I said, I said, okay, that fits with the story. Uh, so um, anyway, it didn't taste like anything. Anyway, so listen to this. He says, he says, as a just don't tell me what province in China it's from, please. As a bacher, I ate by Rav Yisak Shavon Shlita's. That's Rav Shalom's son. And he had Simon on the second night because they were leftovers. That's Kavaldi, because we spoke on, you know, about the two men hugging whether they have Simon on the second night. So it sounds like he wouldn't bet some his meaning was only half the first night, but they always went away. So he had the second night because he didn't want to be ever about So I thought that was uh, fabulous. And then he says, Hanukkah, they always get some Cholostam Hanukkah gelt. The people who are minting that money should really make it, I think they have Chol Bisrael versions. He got some Cholostam. So then you give it either to a Yid who's Cholostam, it's not living either, you have Armesha to rely on. Or you give it to the domestic help or to your partners in the law firm, whatever it is. And then he mentioned to Bishvat, a lot of these fruits end up, especially the Buxer, which he says should be renamed a Buxer, as in B-U-G. Most, when I was a child, we had Buxer. It was a lethal weapon, and it was, uh, they, they shipped it from Israel. It was hard as a rise, petrified Buxer. I don't remember. Now, if it's fresh, 
you really got to check them. And that's important because we will get to the sugya when we talk about how much tircha you have to go through to avoid baltanashchis. Rabbi Yoshev has a psak. If you have something and you start checking it, it's very infested. You could spend three hours trying to really check. He says, you don't have to. And just, you can throw it out. And don't give it to somebody else if they're a yid because that's a problem. A guy can eat bugs. It's protein. There's no, there's no iser. Lamaisa, that is going to be our next subtopic when we get to it probably sometime this week of how do you balance money and tircha and time and money. That's a big part of the sugya. And we'll see where that, uh, where that comes in. Okay, Mr. Shem will continue tomorrow night.